this is Ijama from DC. The name of the company is EJ's e Pest Control. EJ's Pest Control. How, how did you get into business? So I worked for back in 2010 and 11 as a commercial sales rep. I used to sell to accounts. Um, when I would come and sell to them, they would always ask me, okay, uh, your price is okay, but is it something cheaper that you know you could do? And I would always say, let me go back and ask my manager. Sometimes we could get the customer, sometimes we would lose. A lot of times we would lose because prices were very high. So that kind of took a light off of my head. It basically led me to start my own company. So I started my company in 2012. I started with like a small vehicle. I got my leads off of Craigslist at the time. And it, I did well for the first year. I think I think I did like over 80000 in pest control. And, you know, pest control products don't cost anything, so I wasn't spending a lot of money on products. And then after the first year, I started saying, well, I want, I want to get more clients. So I started looking at other advertisers like Yelp, Networks, and Yellow Pages at the time. And so from there I grew, and then I came up with, um, how would I say that, like a goal. So each year was a different goal. So the after my second year, my third year was to get government contracts. So I worked on getting my certifications. When they awarded me the certification, I got my first local government contract sometime in 2014. And then from there, I went for the next certification, which is the 8A license. And you know, 8A is all over. And I got my first federal government contract last year. So each That's year, great. I just kind of go. And now we, we went. I went from one technician, which was myself, now to having four technicians and then two staff people. You've had your own business almost. Ten, eight years now, right? Yeah. How long have you been in pest control? Since 2010. Oh, and then you started yours in 12? 12. 12, yes. So give us one of your crazy pest control stories. This is my first, uh, I would say, encounter with a rat, a live rat. Because I've always, I'm not scared of dead rats, but live rats. <laughs> yeah, nobody's scared <laughs> of dead rats. Now, I'm the, I'm the, I mean, I conquered my fear. I, it was a gym in Adams Morgan. And Adams Morgan in Washington, D.C., it's a very... Uh, coast knit area where it's just they have a lot of you know rodent issues and there was a gym that had an issue with a rat and the rat was running around in a small room and they said we need you to come now and get the rat out so I went there the thing that saved me was the rat's leg had blood on it and it was barely moving so it might have hit a snap trap or something yeah long story short um, I was just like how would I take this rat out I, what I did was I took a trash can I scooped the rat in the trash can without the bag. I took a bag, like a trash can bag, flipped it over, put the rat inside, closed it up, and caught it. So, okay. <laughs> and they were like, wow, they were like, you're a woman and you're doing this. I was like, yeah. And I was like, they don't know how scared I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, just, fake it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so just finding different techniques and different ways different from the, the regular ways of uh, treating pests. I think that's what makes us different from the competition. Plus, I'm a woman-owned business. Because they're always like when they call and they're like, EJ, like, oh, I thought you were a guy. And I was like, no, I'm a woman. <laughs> oh, so let me ask you, what did your family think when, you, when they told me you're going to go out and kill rats and bugs? So my sister, who's a doctor, was said, that's not realistic. You need to get a job. You need to get someone that's going to pay you. Will you get a W-2 and get uh And I said, no, I'm going to do this because I've been doing this on and off 
for a while and I've made good money on the side. Let's see how it's going to do with just, I was scared, but then my older sister was like, just jump out there and do it. Just, you know, just do it. And so it's funny because both of them at one time helped me with my calls. Like when I was about to deliver my child, they helped me run my business. Like they would take my calls when I couldn't take it. Now it's like, I can't believe what it, it grew into. I, I just never like working for people. Yeah. Because. You're like a puppet on the string. And yeah, the they strings. treat you yeah. different from the way, like the way I treat my employees are totally different from what, yeah. you know, I give my employees several chances and I try to like coach them and train them to do better. And so it's just, it's so many, I try to take different mechanisms on training rather than just saying, oh, you're fired, you know, cause I was once there. Granted, I always quit, but still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what has been your biggest challenge as a woman in the pest control business? Well, you know, I'm in a male dominated business, so people don't think that I know uh, my knowledge of pests is they think that they have the same knowledge as pest control as I do. Like you get a lot of guys, they're scared of rats or they're scared of eroding. You come in there and you're doing the work. Now they become tough after they see you go in and grab the mice and put it in your bag or put the traps out. They think that, okay, well, why didn't you do that? And it's like, well, at the beginning you were like shaking when I first came to your house. So I'm saying this in my mind, like, okay. So the biggest thing is you got, and you even have women too, that sometimes you'll do the job and they'll say, you did it too quick, so why should I pay you this? And then you have to break it down to them. So that was something, that was a big challenge for me at the beginning. I got the answer for you. Yeah. Because when Fuck. they said that to me, what'd you do? I said, I used my most, I used my strongest tool. Well, I didn't see it. I got my mind. That's yeah, worth a lot. I love that saying. Yeah. That's right, because it's true. I use my strongest tool, my mind. Your mind is better than theirs because you've been doing this for a longer, you know, longer period yeah. of time. Which is how I, you make I, your living. The analogy, I say, like, you're a plumber. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to fix my pipe because mm -hmm. I'll screw it up. Right. And I'm, a, I'm a professional. I'm not, this is not a job. It's a profession. Right. So. We, we take classes and training for this. Yeah. We pr just, take pride. And then you even Google. They think Google and, so, oh, well, I looked online oh, and they said. internet geniuses. What I learned, <laughs> um, there's certain things that they don't tell them on, online. Yeah. So, I, you know, they start talking about chemicals. I mm -hmm. tell them, what's the LD50 on that? Huh? Don't know. Well, they don't know. Don't know, no. What's the mixing rate? And, and then they talk about ants. Do you know they're trophlaxic? Mm. No. I, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what is it? I go, it wasn't online, was it? Right. That's why I'm here. That means they <laughs> share food. Right. You're going to embarrass me. I'm going to embarrass you back. Right. Definitely. Unless you're $50,000 a year account or bigger, then I might, uh-huh. <laughs> Seriously? I still. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, you know, you got to take a little crap in the business, but it depends on how much money they're paying you to take it. I feel, you know, dealing with local government contracts, you'll, you'll come in and you'll have people who they've been working in safety for 10 years and they think they know your craft and, and you'll say, well, go ahead and try it and just let me know how it works out and then we'll come in and it never works for them. So that's my way of saying, I and told you so. We're better educated, <laughs> and they're going to tell you, no, no, this is it, and we have documentation to prove what they're saying no longer is right. effective. And these guys, guy was in charge of what? 
He was a big deal in uh, OSHA or something. Oh, the, on the podcast that we talked about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He told me we were going to do bed bugs, and he told me that we had to use cryonite. And I said, why? It doesn't work. He said, yes, it does. We use it everywhere. It's amazing. Cryonite for I, bed bugs. Yes, exactly. I, I wish we had you, the video right now for your face. But that's basically <laughs> what my face was like. And I told him, I said, look, I'm not doing it. I know it doesn't work. He goes, well, maybe it doesn't work for you. And I was like, no. The world, the pest control industry throughout the world says it doesn't work. But yeah. you, you got to try and educate those people. And they, they ended that 20-minute conversation. He was like, well, you're the professional, so do you said And I was like, well, why couldn't we have done that 25 minutes ago? What's your goal for 2019? Uh, my goal for 2019 is to get more federal government contracts, get my Maryland minority-owned business certifications and Virginia um, certifications, and just hit the... Close to two million mark. Once again, we're talking to Ijama, uh, aka EJ from Washington D.C. Thanks for coming on. Today, I'm lucky enough to interview Rachel Alexander. She's from Markham, Ontario, Canada. How'd you get into pest control? I worked in the field, like I worked in the company for a year doing like disposal and odor control and stuff, and I was just bored. And we also do pest control, so I was like, you know what? Let me grab my license, see how I like it. And I've been doing it ever since. I've gone to get five more of the licenses, and I just, I love it. In our branch, we've got just over 30 guys. I'm the only girl. But, uh, yeah, we're growing. We have some offices in the States now. We think we're in Boston, maybe New England, and we're all over the west coast of Canada. What is your role at the company? I'm a multi-residential exterminator. So I do mostly roaches and bed bugs. What are you guys using for bed bugs? Uh, don't even get me started. We don't have like anything that you guys have. We're very limited in what we can use. So we're, we kind of have to be a little bit creative. We usually use a combination of steam and chemical. We don't do heat. We outsource that if necessary. How is your success rate with that? It's pretty good. We can usually fix it in two to three tries. We always do it twice. Sometimes we have to go back a third time, but I'm in apartments. There's a lot of circumstances that kind of contribute the preparation, yeah. the cooperation, the cleanliness, all that kind of stuff. And older buildings are hard because they go up and down, right? Like, there's not a lot you can do about that. I was just going to ask you about the cooperation from the clients. Well, by law, the landlord is responsible to pay for the pest control, right? In the States, unless it's a condominium, it's a condo, the condo owner is responsible. It's a co-op or a rental, then yes, the owner. Yeah, so like any kind of rental, like they have to deal with it for us. So, but if the tenant, for whatever reason, if they don't want to work with us, it just causes a problem for everybody. So, you know, you have somebody who's preparing properly and then their neighbor is a hoarder and you can't, just can't get rid of the problem, right? Yeah. There's just, it becomes, it becomes a, you know, running in circles. It's a maintenance very, job. It's very difficult. Like, it's yeah. really, really challenging, but I like the success, you know, that success. you work at it and it, it works. So there's a lot of new technology. I mean, technology is always changing. What's the most technologically advanced tool you guys use in your business? We're just starting kind of with the technology. We just got off all paper. Everything's electronic now. So we all have iPhones and we've got a system that's still in kind of beta mode. It's not 100%, you know, ready yet. Yeah. But we're working on being able to track what we're doing, what we're using. And then if, if the landlord or the tenant or somebody wants to know the history, they can pull that information and we have it right away. So when we got to go to court to yeah. testify or anything, like it makes it so much easier for us to pull up that information that we need. Now, did you buy a cookie cutter software or did you guys build it yourself? We built it. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, wow. so we, we outsourced the, programming. the contract or whatever and we have somebody helping us with the programming and then we've started to implement it and we're working out the bugs and the kinks and stuff. It's, it's coming, like it's getting there, right? Yeah, we've been paperless in my company since probably 12 years, 06. Yeah. 
It's like brand new. It's well, it's going to change your life. It is. It already has, right? So I mean, everything is on the phone. Everything you need is on the phone. It, it makes chemical tracking a lot easier. So we don't have to think like, okay, what did I use, right? Like you just put it right in there. You don't have and to then go through done. pounds of paper. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to carry something with you all the time. Like everything is on the. We get our signatures. We get everything on the phone. Like it's a lot easier. So let me ask you something. What did your family think when you told them you were going into pest control? Oh my God, my dad just gets such a kick out of it. I'll get, I'll tell you that I used to work. I used to work in a funeral home. And my dad just loved that. Like, he thought it was just the coolest thing. What'd you do in a funeral home? I used to do body removal. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. Sort, that of, was, sort of, yeah, it ties into pest control Well, in and way. it does. Like, it's <laughs> it's kind of, it's it's gross. It's interesting. It's different. But my dad loves it. My husband is, like, you know, super proud of me. My daughter's proud of me. And she kills bugs all the time. Like, it's, you know, she wants to be just like me. Like, it's awesome. So what'd your mom think? My mom is good with it. She doesn't really like to hear my roach stories. She doesn't like my videos. I have to like talk her into like letting me show her things. I'm like, you got to see this. It's too cool, right? And she's like, ew, that's gross. Right? My sister thinks it's the coolest thing, but she thinks it's gross. She would never do it. But I've gotten nothing but for support from like everybody that everybody that I know. Like it's been awesome. I had good support, thank God, from my father and my aunt Bridie, my mother, and the rest of her sisters that her family thought that there was always something wrong with that kid. Yeah, uh, you know, I know. And, and then it, it gradually something. over time it yeah. changed. You're driving a better car and everything and Yeah. Well blah, I'm working blah, blah. my way up. Like they're like they're so happy that I'm here, like, you know, it's like, Oh my god, I'm so happy you're here, right? You know, and I've been talking to my husband, he's like, I can't tell you how proud I am. I'm proud of myself too. Like I'm You should be. And yeah, like I'm really happy to be here. It's just awesome. You can right. walk down the street with your head held high. Yeah. You got a few bucks and you're into you don't have a job, you have a trade. Well and that's it, right? And there's so many opportunities, like I don't see me doing apartments forever. You know, like there's so many opportunities to go. Yeah, like management, research and development, quality control. There's there's so many things I can do. I'm going to get my ACE. That's why I applied for the grant so I can get the money to get my my certification. And I can go, you know, I can go places with that maybe. Like I'd like to stay in the field. Like I love bugs. I learn something new every day. Like I love it. What's your craziest pest control story? Oh my God. I guess that there was one unit that I went into and it was vacant. And so I was like, okay, this can't be that bad. You know, and I go in and I'm, I'm hoking around. There's a lot of roaches, right? But I'm thinking like, okay, whatever. So I pull the fridge out and you can hear the roaches. Like it, it was almost like, like you could hear them. I don't know if it was moving or hissing. Like I'm like, I can't even like tell a you. Hum. It was weird. Let me ask you something. Were you scratching for a couple of days? Nah, I don't really get like the creeps about it anymore. Like it just kind of, just kind of irritates me, right? Because it's like, why did you wait so long? Now I got a big job to do. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, I can't even, I have a video of it somewhere. It is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. And I thought it was the fridge at first being like, maybe the fridge is broken, but you listen a little closer and oh my God, those roaches are moving so fast. They're like vibrating. Oh my God, it was gross. That's my favorite one, though. You got a grant from... It's from the Professional Women in Pest Management. Oh, okay. So, actually, it was my manager who said... He went to some trade show and brought me back the information. So I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to write out the essay. Can you write me a nice letter? And it was it was awesome, you know? And I, I applied, and, and then I I was just... I was so taken aback that I won. I couldn't believe it. So I'm... I'm so I'm so excited. Like I can't even tell you. Like it's just yeah, the coolest it's a, it's thing. It's a great story. It's yeah. the coolest thing. I'm so excited. Once again, we're talking to Rachel Alexander from Citron Hygiene in Markham, Ontario. Thank you again for coming on. Is there anything else you want to plug? I just like to, to thank the professional women in pest management for sending me here because this was awesome. This just opened my eyes and opened a whole bunch of doors for me. So I am enormously excited and grateful to be here. So and thank you for having me on. That's awesome. 
We had one of the industry leaders in Bedbugs stop by, Deanie Miller. Deanie, give us your background real quick. Well, if you'd have told me when I was 20 years old that my life was going to be all about bedbugs, I would have been very surprised. <laughs> but that's kind of the way it's worked out. I'm a professor at Virginia Tech, and I specialize in urban pest management and was silly enough to get into bedbugs around 2006. <laughs> And let's just say that since then it's taken over my life. But I have to admit, my first love is still the German cockroach in public housing. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> I remember th when you first did your research on Gentrol and XLO 565. It changed the whole protocol. Yeah. I was like, oh, we got to go and we got to get XLO 565 because it kills the eggs, kills everything. But it was great. Dini just shared some wonderful pictures with us of uh, her bed bug excursions. Give us one of your like worst encounters. I'm pleased to say I'm probably working in the most infested place I've ever worked right now. Wow. And this is in Vinton, Virginia. It's a rural location and it happens to be basically a double wide trailer, four people living in it. And um, they're all either mentally or physically disabled in some way. And I got uh, asked to come in and help with their bed bug infestation by social service workers. And I have to say, you know, what I'm glad about is knowing that we can help people out. That's one of the best things. Is I can't fix all their problems, but this is one I think we can fix. Right. And uh, the whole place is covered in bed bugs. They're very much suffering with bites, but uh, we can do something about that. What would you say right now? Uh, so you do so much work. What is the best chemical? I mean, it's always got to be a cocktail, right? Well, I will say the first thing I want everybody to always consider is when you go into a new infestation, you've got to be there thinking. It's not like somebody says bed bugs, oh, you say bed bugs, we say crossfire, you say bed bugs, we say heat. Because you really need to look at the size of the location, how complicated it is, how much clutter they have, and what is the size of the infestation. We don't want to treat four bed bugs the way that we treat 4,000. And we have a lot of tools available right now. It's always a long, hard journey that requires some persistence and acceptance, but we can get them out of there. But I would say low-level infestations, I'm more a fan of chemical and monitors. High-level infestations, that's when I start thinking about heat because people have so much stuff. Right. And it's just what it's gonna take to get the bugs out of there. Let's go for heat, but you gotta have the right heat system. Not all heat heat systems are the same at all. Yeah, it's like with everything else. You gotta find what's really working that's and right. make sure it works for you. Yeah, and we have a lot of small heat systems out there that just don't have the firepower we need to go in and treat a whole room that's full of stuff. So. What do you do for fun outside of this wonderful world of bed bugs and German cockroaches? Well, you know, it's funny. Um, I, years ago, I might have said something different, but one of the things that the bed bug has provided me, and I'm like one of the few people probably grateful for the bed bug, okay, is that I've gotten to do a lot of international travel. And even though it's usually associated with work, I've been able to go all over the world and work with the India Pest Control Association, the Pest Control Association in Mexico and things like that, and then see their countries, meet their people. You know, That's it's awesome. been, yes, it's been a wonderful life. And I have to thank the bed bug for that. <laughs> Would you eat a bug? I have eaten several of them. And let me tell you, in Asia, in Thailand in particular, you know, you can go to the night market and they'll have scorpions on skewers. They sell a lot of insects to eat there. Unfortunately, I'd rather put something else in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, agreed. They, they taste okay, but just not great. I'd rather have something else. The chocolate-covered one was good, but it was the chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what do you think is the next big tech thing for bed bugs or in general for the pest control industry? 
I think it's going to be more about how we apply things rather than the uh, chemistry and stuff itself because it's very hard to get chemistry registered in the United States because of the Food Quality Protection Act in 1996 and it just doesn't make sense to develop new chemistries for indoor use because the market's not big enough. Right. So any new products would come out would be for corn or alfalfa or something like that. Um, but I can see a lot of non-chemical methods becoming more useful to us. Um, definitely, I'm looking at a new methodology of getting German cockroaches out of public housing instead of going in there and spraying. And we got to remember, we've sprayed for 50 years. We're not using the same phones we used 50 years ago. Right. We've got to come up with new ideas and new applications. And the bugs are looking at us going, we've seen your spray. <laughs> like you said, we are. that is going to be the next thing. Yeah. And, and even with bed bugs, this is going to be seek and destroy and the destroy is going to be a different kind yes. of destroy. And it's going to, we're going to need all the tools available for bed bugs. Right now, I'm looking at using baits for cockroaches in these wax paper squares, and we are not asking the resident to clean anything. This is a whole new way of looking at it. And so basically what we're doing is leaving the roaches in place, not asking the resident to disturb them or scatter them right before we come there to treat. And then we bring them bait in these little wax paper squares, like serving them ice cream, and we have had amazing results. But we're putting out 60 grams of bait, 30 grams of bait. So this is a lot more bait than we've ever put out in the past. That's great, though. Yeah. I got a question. What did your family think when you, when you got into pest control of bugs? Well, I have to say my mother initially was very proud of me with the idea that, oh, my daughter is a professor at a university. But then people would ask her what I studied, and at that time it was German roaches. <laughs> and she would say, I don't know, something in biology. Okay, but then bed bugs started to come around. I started studying bed bugs, and they were in the newspaper. They were on the news and stuff like that. So then my mother started telling everybody that I was studying bed bugs. So obviously, bed bugs are a step up that's cool, from German yeah. cockroaches, that, at least in my mother's funny. mind. Yeah. You know, along those lines, two stories. I worked in a bank, and it came. Up, I started doing pest control on Saturdays, and I, you know, they offered me a full-time job. I said, "Yeah, my mother's. We sent you to 12 years of Catholic school." And now you're a goddamn rat catcher? I'm like, yeah. Thank God my father saw the light. And um, it, it, was, it was really, you, know, you make a lot of decisions in life. Yeah. This was one of the good ones that uh, worked out well, thank God. So and that I, was your defining moment? One of? Yeah, I've, I've had several. I've had, I've, had a, I've had a great time in 50 yeah. years. You know, just meet so many wonderful people, et cetera. And, exactly. And I saw, the, I saw the business evolve from a job actually into a re real bonafide trade, something to be right. respected, and as we educate the customers more, we become a better people in their eyes. Thank and you know what really helped? First time we used a, a, a professor, professors coming in one of your seminars, I'm like, yeah, what are they talking about? Like, <laughs> talking about bugs. Do you have a defining moment? I absolutely do. Um, so I was sitting at UCLA. I was a geography ecosystems major. And I come from a family background that I was really surprised I got to go to college at all. I went to community college and worked during the day for seven years before I went to college full time. And I was sitting there, I was a geography ecosystems major, and I, the cover of Time Magazine at that time had a picture of the globe on fire saying we were destroying the rainforest and that we would destroy all these animals and most of them would be insects. And it flashed across my mind at that time, well, maybe I should study insects. And I never had that thought before. And all of a sudden, what I now know is a pentatomid stink bug landed on my notebook. 
<laughs> and it crawled up on my finger and I was looking at it and I'd had a friend who had passed away recently and I was like, Jeff, is that you? And the pentatomid stink bug says, no, I'm somebody else. But that was the sign. Yeah. And I went on from there to start studying insects and started working at the Los Angeles uh, Museum of Natural History with Dr. Art Evans and his insect zoo. And that kind of set me on the path. And then I got a call from a professor at the University of Florida that said I had to come and see their sewage treatment plant. And I'm like, no one has ever said that to me before. <laughs> And I'm wearing all black, I'm living in L.A., and I'm waiting tables, and I'm applying for grad schools. And he's like, yep, and we're catching eight pounds of American cockroaches a night. I don't know how you could possibly pass that up. And then he said <laughs> the magic words. He goes, if you go from studying beetles, which is what I thought I would do, to cockroaches, I'll fund you all the way through the Ph.D. And from that time to this, that is the single best decision I've yeah, ever made, yeah, was to go there and great. study those roaches. Cockroaches are bread and butter. They are in New York. That's that's what I know. Cockroaches are totally awesome, and I've got some of the best infestations you'd ever want to see. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so once again, Deanie Miller from Virginia Tech. Since bed bugs have come up, she's been all over giving us great information. Thank you again for being on Colony Confidential and stopping by. Oh, it was awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Great talking to you. Hi, this is Deanie Miller, and I have the pleasure of hanging out with these fine gentlemen at Colony Confidential right now. And I just wanted to tell you about the Virginia Tech Bedbug and Urban Pest Management Center. If you need any information on bedbugs or cockroaches, please give us a call. What's the phone number to call? 540-231-4045. The reason we got so many women is because we're good looking. Yes. You know what else it is, too? What? My hair. <laughs> well, sure ain't mine. We're natural. We're just natural. Yeah. yeah. You know. We're, we're natural. But I crap. Oh, so we're organic. Certified organic. <laughs> <laughs> Take us I, 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 I don't know about that because... <laughs> Myself, I've had a lot of liquor through this body. Does that make me still organic? I don't think liquor is processed with chemicals. I think it's all natural, right? It ferments. Oh, okay. It, so, yeah, so you're good. Okay. You're just giving back to the earth. No drugs, no drugs. Yeah. I'm good, yeah. Thank you for listening to Colony Confidential. Wherever you're listening, please leave us a review and rating.